watching this. Four screening interviews, down to my last two. Richard started twirling the tag from his tea bag again, beginning to get anxious, knowing today's interview was his only real chance. Remember a mathematician's apology? Dad said. His gaze was now locked in on Richard, intent. Richard swallowed. How could I forget? It's been a big influence on me. It was the book Richard and Dad had both read as he headed to college. Richard was turning the corner from defiant teenager, starting to get close with Dad again, this time man to man. When Richard landed the job after college writing ad copy at McAllister and Flynn, still living at home, he and Dad developed a working relationship. Dad helped out as proofreader and critic. Richard learned Dad actually had business wisdom to impart. Insurance was at least on the same hemisphere as writing copy to convince people to buy steak sauce or annuities. Business became a common language and culture that kept them up late nights, talking about interest rates, the CPI. And eventually, over a scotch now and then, they discussed the novels of Elmore Leonard or Trollope, the music of Mozart and Beethoven. Richard thought back to a mathematician's apology, said as if reciting, Three kinds of people— the first, I do what I do because I have an unusual talent for it. The second, I do what I do because I do lots of things pretty well, and this was as good a choice as any. And the third, I don't do anything very well, and I fell into this. I'm a good fidelity bond underwriter, and I could have done a lot of other things probably just as well. What you're going after is a world I don't understand much about. But if you think you have it, go for it still searching Richard's face. Yeah, I can do this, telling himself, needing it for this interview. So don't give up, but don't compromise who you are and where you came from. Don't let Wall Street turn your head. Any other advice? Well, since you ask, Dad said, now giving him that half-smile he wore when he launched a zinger but still wanted to show affection. All I've heard is excuses. This isn't like you. Get primal. Think like these Wall Street guys. Like a caveman who needs to win over a woman or he can't procreate. Put some oomph into it. You're on your own. Nobody can do it for you. They sat in silence a moment. Richard looking at the half-smile still on Dad's face. Dad was right. It's all up to me. Dad said, What? You think I can't still kick your butt? Richard felt his throat thicken. Thanks. You're very welcome. Richard looked at his watch. Dad grabbed the check, said, Get going. Give yourself some time to collect your thoughts. Why don't you let me get this? When you're a mogul, you can buy me dinner. They both stood. Dad stuck out his hand. They shook, then hugged. Love to Mom, Richard said. Call her. Tell her yourself. Richard nodded. Any final thoughts? If you fall flat, you know you can always come home to regroup. He smiled. But you aren't going to let that happen. Both you and I know that, don't we? Richard looked at his watch. 7.45. He's late. He sat in Walker and Company's reception area at 55 Water Street, waiting for his interview with Francois Leclerc and he'd rushed through breakfast to get here by 7.30.
He caught himself clenching and unclenching his fingers into his palms, forced himself to relax them. Great. More time to ponder the imponderable. Richard picked up a magazine from a Sheraton end table next to the antique Chippendale chair he sat in. Fortune. The current issue. Harold Milner was on the cover. He'd also graced the covers of Forbes and Financier magazines over the last decade. In the cover picture for the article, Financial Engineering on Steroids, Milner stood in a conference room at Walker & Company. It was probably the very one Richard sat outside now. The picture showed Milner framed against the backdrop of the Brooklyn Bridge, the backdoor entrance to Wall Street. Inside the issue, Richard knew the first page of the article showed a photograph of Jack Grass and Mickey Steinberg standing on either side of Milner. He was Walker and Company's most important and prolific.